Welcome to Coach B Daily. I'm Coach B Moore. In this podcast, I like to share information that will help us achieve our health, athletic performance, and body goals more efficiently. That means you get more progress for the same effort. Uh, Today, we'll be talking about tools that you should have in your home gym no matter what age you are. But before we get started, I'd like to remind you to subscribe to Coach B Daily on iTunes Podcast, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Just press the subscribe button. Also, I'd love to have a review from you. Five stars are always appreciated and helps me grow. Uh, Send me your questions and feedback. I'm at Coach B Moore, C-O-A-C-H-B-E-M-O-O-R-E on Instagram and Twitter. I'd love to hear your questions. And you can follow along this conversation on Facebook.com slash Eating for Abs. This uh, podcast is brought to you by EatingForAbs.com, where you can find out everything about working with me directly uh, in my nutrition and training services. Okay, so here's the deal for today. Have you ever bought some home gym equipment and eventually it ends up collecting dust. If you're like most people, you have. You've had a treadmill, one of the, some of the uh, popular ones like Bowflex or some type of uh, upright climber, or maybe you had a a bench and some dumbbells or a barbell. And chances are, just the numbers say that at some point in time, the thing became a clothes hanger. I've had it. (laughs) I've had all of it. I don't think I've ever had a Bowflex. I definitely haven't because I, I don't know about the rubber band thing, but I have had uh, weight benches that during different times of life have gotten a lot of use at home and then went to getting no use. And I've had a treadmill. What else have I had? I mean, I still have a lot of stuff, but I've had dumbbells. I've had a lot of, of just raw iron weight at the house for enough to squat and deadlift with and therefore enough to bench press with and things like that. And I've since sold all that stuff or giving it away. However, I still believe that there's a a, a merit to having certain equipment at home. And I'll I'll get into why. Um, One of the reasons is sometimes life just changes or you can't get to the gym or, uh, or you're just out of it. And removing the excuses from getting it done by putting things in your environment that that are make that make it a lot easier is a great first step. Um, it's just the deal. Now, I don't think that we should be giving up going to the gym, and that doesn't have to mean you know going to your big box gym or to your CrossFit gym. I mean, you can do exercise classes that you like. You can do you know martial arts. You can do self defense. You can do uh, Pilates, bar, yoga any of those things, or you can even have belong to a hiking group. And I consider all that, quote unquote, the gym. And I say that we shouldn't give it up because as we get older, we start to get more rigid in our perspective and in our mindset. And especially men, more so than ladies, because ladies, you do a great job by and far getting out with your girlfriends and making sure that that becomes a priority. You go on girls trips and stuff like that. I was just speaking with my friend Eric Roberson earlier this week. And we were talking about how now we live all over the country, but uh, we do a reasonable job of staying in contact. And it's always this long running conversation. It's never, you know, we have to catch so far up. But as we become men, uh, as we have families, as we get older and more uh, tuned into our career, we also get isolated and we end up spending more time in our little silo and not enough time socializing. And I also remember I was speaking within the last couple of months to um, 
my buddy's mother. And she mentioned how it was harder for older people to make friends. And I asked her, well, you know, why is that? And she mentioned that same phenomena, like we just get caught up in, in our families and in our specific thing. And then she had had a divorce. And so she lost friends in the divorce. Um, and the activity circle just became smaller and smaller. It was just so involved in family. So I think the gym, put quotes on that air quotes, I think the gym is really a necessary thing that we belong to. It's, it's important that we belong to something so that we go someplace every day that's not work where people would miss us if we didn't show up and let that be part of our life forever. If you're part of a fishing village somewhere, you know, if you don't show up, they notice you, you hadn't, you haven't come to pull You're part of the net. And it's places like fishing villages around the world where people live longer and happier lives. And it's not because it is partially because they eat a lot of fish. That's true. And sea vegetables. And we talked about that earlier in the cast, but also because they belong to something. They belong to a pod of friends, a circle of friends that uh, that are there locally, which is a big deal. I mean, we all have friends all over the world, but we need to also have friends locally that we engage with on a daily basis and, and in such a digital time that we have an analog exchange regularly. That's the deal. Okay, so to the list. We shouldn't give up the gym. That was the point. To the list of things that I now have in my house, and this list might be growing, but these things I believe I will have in my house forever, forever, because these things are important and also convenient enough uh, so that they're not obtrusive like a weight bench or a squat rack, uh, which I'd love to have a, like a strength rig in a garage, but I don't. Um, but also if I move, this stuff isn't stuff that'll, that'll be a pain in the butt to move. It's not like having 600 pounds of steel like I had before. That's, that's just that's, that's horrible. Here's my list. And I have all these items, so feel free to ask me specifically about which ones I have. Um, number one, and these aren't in order, but number one on my list is a fillable sandbag. And it's key that I said fillable because you can probably go to your favorite athletic store right now and get or go on Amazon and order a sandbag that is a certain weight. I think that's a pain in the butt. I have a fillable sandbag, and it is a very durable sandbag that has several different handles all in, all around it for different grips. And it has a very durable zipper that you can open up. And inside there are two fillable sandbags. Now, both of them are rated for 30 pounds each. So I can uh, put 30 pounds of sand in each bag and have a 60 pound sandbag, which I can go on hikes with. I can do curls with. I can do all types of Russian twists and squats and lunges. And they make heavier ones as well. Or I can fill it partially or I can just use one. Or if I'm working out with someone, I can take take the two bags out and hand one to them. And I had the other. Now we both have some 30 pound weight to use to do something. And it makes it really convenient. And, and as well, if I'm going on travel, let's say I'm going to the beach, I often pack it. I empty it out. I take them to the beach. I'll bring a little shovel. You don't even need the shovel, but I have a little handy shovel. And I'll fill it up at the beach and I can use it for things there. I can dump the sand back out and come on back home. If I go on travel for an extended period of time and I'm going to be like in corporate housing or if I'm going to be somewhere for a couple weeks remote, I can dump everything out of it and I can pack it very uh, easily in my luggage with nothing in it and therefore no weight. And I can fill it up when I get to Curacao or wherever I'm going. Uh, and it's just really easy and effective. And I like it a lot. Next up, a removable pull-up bar. Now, uh, there are several different options. The kind I have 
and have had for shoot probably 15 years now is one that simply flips up into the door well into the doorway and uh the pressure from pulling down squeezes it into the doorpost there's no permanent installation now the pros of that are there no there's no permanent there's no screws nothing to put in the downside is there are foam pads on it that will leave some residue on the wall where they touch the um, the door frame over time, and it's just a part of the deal. I mean, it's just it. You you really can't get around it. Uh, maybe you can put paper or something in between, but I would be kind of cautious because if I did something to impede that contact, maybe the bar will come down. But anyway, a removable pull-up bar is a great thing to have in the house because you can do hanging, ab work, you can do uh, chin-ups and pull-ups, therefore getting a great back and arm workout. Um, and it's just something that without a pull-up bar, it's really impossible to get the uh, the back workout that you really want at home. That's the deal. I can't think, unless you're going to hang upside down somehow. I mean, it's just, it's a piece of equipment that is necessary in order for you to do some of the cardinal moves that you have to do in order to maintain your body. Okay. Uh, next, and this kind of goes along with the removable pull-up bar, is a s- suspension trainer of some kind. The popular suspension trainer on the market is the TRX. It's been well marketed. It's been well branded. It's been well designed. And, and it's been on the market for, what are we going, five, six years now. And it's done pretty well. There are others, and I'm not endorsing any. Uh, those can hook up to your pull-up bar for different movements to give you the ability to do a, an array of different things uh, and really broaden the amount of work you can do with the chin-up bar. Uh, also, you can buy over-the-doorway uh, mounts so that you can be in a hotel room or in any doorway in your house, and instead of having a chin-up bar, you can kind of toss the uh, whatever the anchor is over the door and then close the door, and now you've got all that suspension trainer um, movement that you can now include into your training. I don't have a TRX. Instead, I've opted for a simpler longer standing version of things, which is, uh, I have removable Olympic rings. Uh, I use those often. I use them over the doorway. I use them at the park over tree limbs. Uh, I use them to do push-ups. I use them to do pull-ups, ring rows, dips, the whole nine. Uh, they're fantastic. They're relatively inexpensive and they live in my gym bag just in case I'm somewhere. And I've even pulled them out the gym sometimes because I don't feel like waiting on a dip station or if I just really want to do, um, you know, my workout, I can do it without being in anyone's way or without anybody being in my way. Next item, um, iron woody style elastic bands. Now these aren't the, um, surgeon surgery style rubber tubing with the handles on it. These look like big rubber bands. There's no better way to, to subscribe it, uh, to describe it. You also will find them on, uh, your website, wherever you're looking for, probably under the title pull-up bands. And the reason that is, is that people use them to loop over their pull-up bar, uh, pull one end through the loop, and then you can like step your foot in or step your knee into it to give you some buoyancy to help you do more pull-ups. Of course, um, there are different gauges of these bands. Some are rated at, say, 60 pounds of pull, 50 pounds, 40 pounds, 30 pounds, all the way down. So I have... Uh, I have a couple in my house. I don't have the whole set because they can get expensive, uh, but I have probably a really light one that I can do um, 
rear deltoid work with, and I have a heavier one that I can do, uh, you know, kind of some deadlift, uh, hip hinge, like good mornings, and maybe some uh, squats with. Uh, I don't think you need the whole set. I think you should start off with a lighter one and then, you know, one more durable one. And uh, and definitely keep them in the arsenal because there's a lot you can do with these. And all this stuff is is not age dependent, which is the deal. Like, you, you know, you'll get a good workout at any age. I'll have this stuff well into my uh, older years because I can do everything I want to do with these uh, on days where I'm not going out to the gym. Um, and then I have a sub list here, which I actually considered adding to a different, uh, making a whole other episode, but maybe we will. But this is my recovery items list, things that I have in my home now that I highly recommend that allow me to heal and recover and relieve uh, discomfort when I've had a great week working out or a great great workout and maybe I've got a strain here or there or I've got some muscle soreness and tightness that I want to work out. So number one on that list is a firm foam roller. I say firm because I don't want you to go to your local big box retailer and buy the foam roller on the rack. They're horrible. They feel, you know, firm and maybe a little spongy, but they turn to mush after a couple of weeks use. Instead, you want to get a firm, uh, harder foam foam roller. And typically I see them in like a charcoal gray color. Um, just you want to look for a firm foam roller. Uh, they also have, you know, up and down the scale. They have rumble, roll, rumble rollers and others that have PVC inside. And then just so you know, if you are already currently doing myofascial release with a foam roller, this is something that you also want to graduate. Just like you go from uh, whatever your squat weight is now to the next level and you keep on moving up and attempting to grow, your rolling has to progress as well. So eventually you want to go from whatever roller you're on to the next level up of firmness and then you know get to the point where maybe you're using PVC or something because you're progressing. Your body's pro- uh, making progress and so does your rolling. Uh, the next item on my recovery list of things to have at home is a lacrosse ball. I have several. I have one under every desk uh, that I work at. I put one in my luggage that stays in my luggage, and I use it mainly for um, rolling and, and getting deep into muscle tissue that is sore and uncomfortable, especially I had, a, I had a scapula thing for a while that was just nagging. I also keep them under my desk to roll my feet. I take my shoes off, leave my socks on, and I'll roll my feet because our feet hold tension. And those tension can be the root of headaches. So I will roll my feet out just for five minutes each side randomly, uh, really feeling the, the physical stress relief that comes with rolling. And the third item on my list is a the newest addition. It's something that uh, I'm happy to know that when I go to my good friend's house, most of them have it now uh, because I've talked it up and I've shared the, the joy of relief that it gives me. And it's called the Theracane, T-H-E-R-A-C-A-N-E. Uh, there are probably imitators, which is fine as long, as long as it's functional. It's basically a fiberglass, looks like a candy cane with a couple other appendages to it. It might look like a fancy F, like a cursive F. But it's, it's an it's, it's a odd-shaped device, maybe a foot and a half tall, curved. It's got handles on it. And if you've ever had a spot on your back where you just had a deep muscle ache and you wanted somebody to come over and help just put their elbow in it or put their thumb in it and push so that you because you can't reach it. You can't possibly reach around your back and and push, put pressure on that spot. So you typically say, hey, 
honey, would you come over here and let me tell you, okay, a little higher, a little higher. Okay. Right there. And I push real hard and wiggle and you're, you know, you're trying to feel she in the right spot and you know, are you getting the right amount of pressure and it can be hit or miss. The Theracane allows you to do this yourself and get it exactly right. You, it hooks around your back. You just hold it in both hands. You reach it around your back and you just pull forward. And you can yourself find, am I in the spot that's really giving me discomfort? And I can pull the cane up and down or left or right. I can put varied amounts of pressure in. And it really, really, really is worth it. Mine lives under my couch. Because if I'm sitting on the couch reading or typing away an email, um, and I, I just get that feeling sometimes, I just reach right under the couch, I grab my Theracane, and uh, go to work and just work that sore spot out in my back. And it's, it's a big deal. It's a great help. So that's my list. Uh, I hope all is well on your end. If you have any questions, I'd love to hear them. Also, if you're interested in working with me directly, visit me at eatingforabs.com, E-A-T-I-N-G-F-O-R-A-B-S.com. I'd love to hear from you. Shoot me a DM uh, and I'll talk to you tomorrow. Thanks so much. Have a great day.